Uh, okay. So, ooh, that's cool. It's got like a neat little graph there. Ooh, a graph. Yeah, okay. New app. Testing out. Science. Science and mystery. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We need a name, but we'll figure we it out. We do need a name. So, listeners, please write in with our name. To the, the, yes, we don't have an email address, or really, we don't, I don't want to give out our home address, yeah, and I don't see. want to pay for a P.O. box, so just like, I don't I, know, tweet. I, under, I understand that first listeners will probably be people who know us personally. That's probably <laughs> true. It's like, it's like, so, yeah, I was supposed to say like our parents, do, but like, frankly, no. No parents, no. Oh, they would judge me silently. Yeah, no, or not, not silently. silently. That's, yeah. that's accurate. Um, so, anyway, so but yeah, we're we're looking for a name anyway. So yes, so tonight's feature. So okay, okay, quick quick question: What's worse than talking animal movies? I mean, talking animals movies are terrible. They're horrible. They're terrible. Well, I will say it's specifically the ones where they're actual animals oh. and it's bad CG like bad CG mounts yes yes those are the worst to talk. like I think that's worse than cartoon animals talking yeah cartoon animals okay that's fine it's a, it's a crazy cartoon world I'm fine I'm fine those that's animals cool. talk it's fine and like somehow like the the animal movies where the they don't like somehow you're like privy to the privy privy yeah. Anyway, it's privy, privy, privy to the, ant- the animal's internal monologue, which is apparently in English. Like, but the lips don't move. Like, there's a don't little. Don't even get me started on why do all animals speak English? Like, that is is just except for like so American ethnocentricity. Yeah, like, but like every so often you do meet that Chihuahua that with, like with a Mexican accent uh, who like, still speaks English. Uh, is that racist? Yeah, I think I think so. What about like? What about the husky with like the Canadian accent? I somehow feel I that's not as racist, but it's equally. Do they have a Canadian accent? Uh, like Snow Buddies. Like, what was that dog? There was some dog that in Snow Buddies that has a no, Canadian accent. I don't think he had a Canadian accent, but maybe he did. I but there's not exactly a stereotypical Canadian I dog. I wasn't paying good attention. I don't know. I was trying. To, yeah, I've tried to yeah, like, carve that out of my short-term memory. Super not okay. But anyway, so worst thing than, um. Then talking animal movies would, of course, be what is in your drink. I don't know. Like that is like you've got some, some flotsam. Is that a piece of chicken? That's a piece (laughs) of chicken. Why is there a piece of chicken in your drink? Because my drink was next to the chicken when I was cutting it up. Okay, well, whatever. Real talk. It still has vodka in it. It's you know, it's fine. That's cool. It's disinfected. There's enough vodka in there to kill anything. I think I'm just going to eat this piece of chicken, because what else am I supposed to do with it? I don't know. We can't leave the studio. So, okay. And the studio, of course, being yeah, the bed. But anyway. All right. So, so there's the piece of chicken that you just ate <laughs> out of your vodka. It tastes fine. It's kind of like, like Insta-pickled. I don't know. But Actually, pickled. it tastes just like chicken. That's great. At least, at least it wasn't like I'm gonna eat this because of chicken. Oh, that does not taste like chicken. Oh, and now we have a, like some sort of existential crisis. Yeah, it turns out it was just but, like a wad of Kleenex. Yeah, that would be um, weird. No, but anyway, so the worst chicken. thing the talking animal movies is of course Christmas talking animal movies. Yes, Christmas talking animal movies have a whole other layer 
of terribleness. There's always orphanages. I had to have a whole sidebar conversation with my kids about the foster system and how we don't really have orphanages anymore. It's not really a thing. Is it not? And I mean, that's a whole big ball of struggle to open up yeah, and with like, a four-year-old. And we have some like we have some awesome friends who do great work with the foster system and like God bless them, like they have Lord's work. Yeah, like that's that's hard. And like and it's like, no, no, that's not really what that's like. Yeah, and these Christmas movies don't do a good job of portraying (laughs) We are circling around again. So what's worse though, I ask you, than Christmas Christmas talking animal animal movies. movies. Because we have an example of this tonight, which is the Christmas talking animal musical. Oh, I forgot that this was a musical. This is a musical. It (laughs) It was was, a musical. It had several uh, song and dance numbers. Yes. Yes. I mean, more songs than dance. But like the dance was mostly like just like hand motions and and like twirling, some twirling. They were not ambitious with the choreography, which at once I am relieved and disappointed by. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, so we had some of that. And then Christmas, the only thing worse than a Christmas talking animal musical is a Christmas talking animal musical in May. Mm-hmm. And this is what our kids chose for their movie tonight. So tonight we present to you a special Christmas in May episode um, discussing the theatrical masterpiece that is Santa Paws. Santa Paws. Okay. Number one, we have a rule here. Pun in the title. Pun in the title is a problem. Is it? Is it really? Has it ever worked out well? You love puns. I love puns, but so I don't. Much. Movie title puns are like you're just setting the bar so low. Walking into the theater, it's like it's it's awful. Walking into the armchair. It, it really is awful. Well, yeah, I mean, I I would not pay money Literally for this. Zero people have seen this in a movie theater. If you're listening and I've seen Santa Paws in a movie theater, I want to know who you are. And what have you done wrong? I, just, I want to know that maybe... Where does your 19, life turn? Maybe it was like 1992. You know, who knows? I, mean, I feel like your life made some wrong decisions. Mm. But anyway, um, so we watched that because, you know, we, we let our children choose. There's a rotational system of who gets to pick movies. And dear daughter, she loves to talk in animal movies. She does love puppies a lot. She loves puppies a lot. So a movie that stars a puppy... But here's the tragedy of Santa Paws, and I think this needs to be stated. It does not star Santa Paws. He is like, just like a featured guest walking around, this puppy who, like, first off, Santa... He's like a golden retriever, but he's white. He's He's like like a a white golden retriever. I don't know what kind of dog that is. I don't know enough about dogs. Well, he's not really bred, so that's, that's convenient. He is created by Santa Claus at the North Pole as a flushed animal that he then animates into a puppy, which is apparently, A, something he has never done before and everybody is suddenly okay with, or B, is there more chicken in there? 
I mean, I think it's just like pepper and stuff now. Okay. The salt would devolve. So I, I mean, people put like crazy stuff in martinis, right? I feel like if you... if. <laughs> If culture has got to the point that cocktail onions are an okay thing to put into... Right, like, or a pickle. Like, yeah, no. Like, why not other sandwich parts? So, we have baked chicken. Yeah, it's anyway. delicious. So, anyway. So, okay, either A, he does this all the time and everybody's kind of cool with that, or he's never done it before and everybody is still cool with it. But I feel like the ability to create puppies out of stuffed puppies is something that should have come up before in the Santa Claus right, mythos. because all the little kids who ask for a puppy for Christmas and get a stuffed animal puppy, there should have been like a note, like, P.S., all you need is this magic crystal to turn this toy puppy into a real puppy that you asked for. Yeah, and like... Right? Because all the disappointed kids are like, I only got a stuffed puppy and I wanted a real puppy and Santa doesn't exist. Yes. And so, yeah, there you go. It's like, Santa has heard me. I said stuff. But anyway, so he, so anyway, so Santa's up at the North Pole, makes a stuffed puppy, brings that thing to life. Also, side note, all those G.I. Joes and toy soldiers, like if he was bringing them to life, like Santa yes. would be an unstoppable force. I so, mean, but they're very tiny. They're very tiny. They're very everywhere. tiny unstoppable force. Yes. Like if you made like 10 billion G.I. Joes, I think I you mean, could still probably, overthrow a standard we nation. We probably have a couple thousand in our house right now. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd be able to take them. Maybe not. They're teeny tiny little bullets. Would you, would you rather fight (laughs) 10,000 G.I. Joe-sized soldiers or one soldier-sized G.I. Joe? I would go to the soldier-sized G.I. Joe because he's not animated. He would just be like, you know, like, you just just knock him over. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he had, like, those really giant posts he couldn't even stand up on his own. That'd be good. So you just knock him over and then do whatever. But anyway, so anyway, so so Santa makes a little puppy and he decides, of course, like you do, that you could take the puppy on your Christmas rounds, which is weird, but whatever. Meanwhile, the family has inherited Huckle, Huckle, Huckle Buckle Toys, Huckle Buckle Toys, which they're very adamant that their name is Huckle. We changed it. Because that's apparently a thing people do. I literally... I mean, people do people do change their names. I, I know, like, two people that have changed their names. And in both cases, it was not, like... Like, there were other things that were changing and right. transitioning. Right. And the name change was just part of that process. I mean, I know people and who change their last names for, like, you know, they got married, they got divorced. Well, I mean, like... they. Like Yeah, but like I've known no one that's like for branding purposes, I'm gonna change my last name from Hucklebuckle to Huckle. Mm-hmm. I mean Alice Island people change their names all the time. They had a change. That's different. It was like I can't spell that. Uh you're you're Mr. Smith now. Congratulations. Welcome to America. I'm also possibly racist. But anyway, we're we're talking a lot about racism. This sorry, sorry, racism comes up a lot. Apparently, attacking the the injustices of the world through the podcasting. A, I mean, I mean, we're not this American life by any means, but no, not at all. No, but we're even Radio Lab or. Uh, no, we're not any of those things, and I don't even know if we're allowed to say those things because they might want residuals from all of our podcast monies. Well, if that's how that works, I'm going to start mentioning like <laughs> me undies and like Casper and please, like see if they send us money. Please sponsor us. We would love a sponsor because because uh, yeah, anyway. yeah, hosting is expensive. Is it? 
I don't know. <laughs> There's like this is our second episode, and so far I've put it the the first one out like Dropbox, which should also sponsor us, and like that's that's all I got. So anyway. yeah, anywho. So anyway, so the Huckles have inherited Hucklebuckle toys mm-hmm. from their deceased grandfather grandfather yeah so what which also begs the question where are their parents where is his parents i mean maybe it's skipped a generation like i don't think toy stories do that like cleft like cleft chins do that and like curly hair curly hair maybe <laughs> twins but like i don't think toy stories on the list of things that okay well like maybe it's like hey your parents are established and they don't need a business venture but you guys are like young upstarts and you need some direction in your life. I'm gonna give you the toy store because your parents are old fogies, and will just like be grumpy about having to change their well-established life. Yeah, maybe, or maybe it's just like narratively this works better. Yeah, so so Grandpa dies, leaves him the toy store, but there's a catch. It's like I don't know, like after Black Friday apparently, mm-hmm. and now. They have to make the store profitable before Christmas. Or they can't sell Or they it. lose the store and they can't sell it. And it, I guess it goes to those missing parents. Does it? Do they lose it forever or can they just not sell it and they keep it open? I don't know. They, I think maybe they have to keep it. I don't know. I would, okay, Honestly, so I was making my second drink during the first <laughs> part of this movie. So I missed some details. And I was not paying attention at all. I was so, uh, making so, chicken and face masking. So that's that's good. Um, simultaneously, it was it was a sight to behold. Um, I mean, I I prepped all the chicken without face masking, and then I started to cook it, and I put a lid on it, and then I face masked while it was uh, doing its thing. So yes, I did not actually have a face mask on while touching any crazy of the chicken. little like Korean face mask thing. With like, ah, they're so cheap from Amazon. Yeah, that's that's usually a good sign of something hey. I want to glue to my face. It so, didn't cost much. So it was far, on Amazon. So far, my face is not melted. So, that, you know. That's fair. Win-win. And between the two of us, you definitely had the better skin. I mean, that's true. But, like, that's not an accomplishment. Anyway. So, anyway. So, I was making my second drink when they explained this particular, I feel, important part of the plot. <laughs> as far as any parts of this plot are important. So, um, but anyway. So, there's the Huckles and the Hucklebuckle Toys. And they have to make money, which is, again, the the... the the Christmas thing you have to right because capitalism is a dirty game even at even at Christmas yes and of course it all comes down to the almighty dollar yeah I, I see you I see you capitalism yep coming from the holidays meanwhile there is a recent nebulously defined but recently orphaned child who has shown up at the orphanage which again this is where we have to start talking about the foster system. Way to go, people out there. You kept like, us up. This movie was not made in the 1920s. This movie was made in, like, 2014. I feel like anybody who has, like, like put three ounces of research into, like, what are, like, what what is our foster system like? They would be like, yeah, it's nothing like this. This is not even remotely close. To what the foster system... But, you know, this movie didn't do a lot of research. They did not do their due diligence on this. This is is not a documentary. No, this is not meant to be uh, an expose on the foster system 
So, anyway, she's recently foster or orphaned, and she ends up in this orphanage where, of course, like, this, like, Prada-wearing fancy lady is in charge, and she's like, oh, I don't get any money, I can't put any money on the kids, because I'm, like, evil. And, like, she's, I mean, she's like a cut-rate Cruella DeVille, really. Yeah, or, um, who is that lady in Annie? Um, um oh, whoa, what's her name? She was totally that lady. She was that lady she was so she was that lady yeah but like updated even though we kept the orphanage the same for manny from the like 1930s she wasn't that updated no she wasn't that updated but she was i mean she you know she was like wearing like fancy leather things and like wing glasses with jewels on them and had like really severe bun Mm. Like the hair pulled back into a bunny cup a quarter off. That's how you can tell you're evil is (laughs) your hair is real slicked back. Yes. Yeah, like so like pull back so far she couldn't blink on camera. Like that's that's pretty severe. And so yeah, so she she's like evil and you know she's evil because not only is she running an orphanage and she's she's kinda mean to the kids. She's very mean to the kids actually. But she at one point takes recent orphan child whose name I am not even sure of Oh, oh, um, Quinn. Quinn, yes, Quinn. She takes Quinn's, like, stuffed dog away because they're not allowed to have toys because that's exactly what orphanages are like. No toys allowed. You can have no fun. You're an orphan. Your life has to suck. Get in the mines. Um, anyway, and so she throws it into the incinerator, which, again, is a thing we have in orphanages. Easily accessible garbage incinerators. In New York City. In New York City. Because that's how that works. Which brings us to our next point. If you're Santa Claus and it is anywhere close to Christmas, do not go to New York City. I mean, drop off presents and stuff. Sure. You know, like, like, do not linger. Yes. It. Um, there are so many kids' Christmas <sighs> movies where Santa or elves or someone gets lost in New York. And you know what? That sucker would still be there. New Yorkers are not going to no. tell some crazy man how to get to the subway, let alone help them find their reindeer. Yeah, like... like Santa would still be wandering around the streets of New York. Like, I've, I've been in New York. I've worked in New York. Like, if New Yorkers see you as a tourist, they are some of the most helpful, friendly people. They will explain how the subways work, get you a transfer to the right bus, they'll get you downtown... They'll help you get to the tourist traps where they never go. Um, like, no self-respecting New Yorker has ever been near the Statue of Liberty, I swear. I mean, if they're on the Statue of Liberty, they see it. Yeah, or, or if, like, you know, your parents come to town, you're like, oh, I guess we'll go see the Statue of Liberty. But, like, no one goes. No one that lives in New York actually goes down there. But anyway, but they will help you get there. They're kind really good people you could talk to them about where the best pizza in new york is and they all have opinions and they will gleefully disagree it's really endearing but like as soon as you are a resident and you are competing for their resources they will take you down also a person thinking they're santa claus is gonna come off as crazy yeah and like nobody can ignore the crazy guy on the subway like like New Yorkers. Like you just you don't make eye contact. You, you just ignore. You just hope the guy next to you gives him any sign of recognition and then he's that guy's problem and you just get off of the next stop 
and like just circle around to go to the next car. Like you and, got stuff to do. And and you just leave that scene and it's fine. But like if if a guy is walking around looking for his reindeer, like he might as well just be full invisible. But yet somehow these guys figure out like okay, so the huckles the huckles. So anyway, own a toy store. They need a Santa Claus. And they need a Santa Claus. They need a Santa Claus for their thing. And so Santa is in town for nebulous reasons. Like, I feel like... Also, I feel like you didn't watch all of this movie. (laughs) Well, he's... Okay, so he's, like, doing recon or something, like, between... Like, in the Christmas season, he has left the new... The North Pole... Where his his, elves are slaving. I know. There's another whole, like, definite podcast about the ethics of elf slavery but like later okay, okay. we're but, gonna put so a pin in that we're gonna listeners. put a pin in that later keep it keep stay tuned to this channel for more on elf slavery anyway so like but his elves are slaving away but he's like i'm gonna take my new puppy and my reindeer and we're gonna go to new york city for like i don't know maybe they had hamilton tickets or something i don't know i what, mean i would go like I truth would, Truth. I don't care how busy I am. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. If... Then Manuel, if you're listening, you can sponsor us too. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Um, so he like, but but like, what? So he he just takes off, and like Mrs. Claus is like, yeah, see you later. He does this. It's on the list of things he does, like animating stuffed puppies. Right, or nobody, nobody's bats an eye. Like, whatever, Santa's magic. He I'm, does what he wants. I'm pretty sure he's, like, the despot of his own little kingdom, so, like, nobody can tell him no anyway. So, like, whatever, whatever Santa. sure. You, you do wanna, you, bro. You want to go to New York two weeks before Christmas? Sure. I feel like that's not a wise use of your time, but, you know, can't say anything. I mean, it's like... Yeah. Like many CEOs. You can't yeah. tell them what to do. You can't, you know. They're, anyway, so he takes off. Um... His dog runs away because he's not on a leash. He meets... Oh, he meets Orphan Lady. Why isn't his dog on a leash? Because he's a sentient talking dog and it's not a thing. Right. Right. But, right. Yeah. but he runs away still. He respects his animals. He he treats them with dignity and honor and like... I, I mean, I get that, but like at the same time, New York is like a dangerous place. Like, I would put my kid on a leash in New York. <laughs> like, yeah, like they... Yeah, they would run out in front of traffic, which is exactly what the dog does, runs out into traffic. And of course, what traffic does he run into? Because you're in your yellow taxi. Yellow taxi. Which is like, you know. So did it hit him? No, it does not hit the puppy, but it hits Santa as he tries to protect the puppy. Knocks him over, knocks him out. Does it knock his magic crystal off? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's magic crystals that like (laughs) give him life force and the puppy life force. And that's a whole thing. And they're like linked to Christmas spirit. They're like, yeah, I don't know. There's like a big crystal in the North Pole that has like all the spirit. And then like some of the spirit is transferred to Santa to make him immortal and also to Santa Paws to turn him from a stuffed animal to a real dog. There's some interesting things happening. The metaphysics of... So sparkly crystals. So sparkly crystal. So like this like really shady New Yorker, like the the kind of chunky, like... Very strong New York accent. Very very strong, like (laughs) New York accent I've never actually heard from a New Yorker. Right, right, the quintessential uh, stereotypical New York accent. I'm going to say he might have been from Jersey. I'm just going to say. I don't know. I don't know his life. 
he um he 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 of course he's like I'm a paramedic type person I know how to fix them and all he does is just like steal the the crystal and he's like cab driver you can just like drive off that's fine I got this I'm like that is not how any of this works I'm like there would be so much paperwork if you hit a guy with a cab like you don't even understand but maybe the cab driver would be like cool you say it's okay it's okay I'm out yeah. like cause I'm I don't wanna deal like, with this I would wanna storm. see a badge like at, at the minimum give me a badge acknowledge I got your number we'll call you later I saw it all we'll do reporting and stuff but anyway so the guy robs the crystal cause it's apparently the only it's sparkly it's sparkly it's the only valuable thing that Santa keeps on him and also his briefcase Oh, his briefcase. That's right. He had a briefcase. I don't know what it's full of. I I don't think it's ever addressed after he steals the briefcase. I don't know either. I don't think it was. But anyway, so he takes off with the briefcase and the the, the jewel, and and so Santa Claus is like tracing, like running around, like the the dog is like freaking out, trying to get help, and of course he sees what does he see? He sees a little person, mm-hmm. which is not. Tyrion, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. But, yeah, that guy. But, yeah, a little person who is in this movie, an elf. Is in this movie, and he's like, oh, my gosh, an elf! Because, like, apparently that's... It's a... Yeah, anyway, so he, he chases people down this little the person. No- people but from guy... the North Pole don't understand little people. Yeah, and also, I'm going to say, like, there seem to be a lot of little people in Christmas movies that conf- confuse puppies and other... Simple, Will Ferrell. Yeah, people um, from the like, North Pole. Like that, they, don't like, un- they don't understand. But like, in my life, I really don't meet that many. And I don't know. I've known a couple little people, but I've known a lot of but people. But like, not like people, like there's not one going to be, like statistically, I don't think one's going to walk by. I mean, there's a lot of people in New York. That's true, but I don't. It's s- very populous. I, I don't think someone's going to walk by. The odds of someone walking by as Santa Claus gets hit by a taxi cab and distracts this puppy, I feel like that's a really, like, that's really unlikely. But, but if it's Christmas time, maybe they were all in town. For, like, the rock, like, They're the, the, like music, rock. the Rockette show? Yes. For Radio City Music Hall? Yes. I know a guy that did that, actually. They performed that for, like, True story. three months. I actually know a little person that was in the, anyway, it's a whole thing. That's a different sidebar, pin that. Um, but... Right, so like maybe they were maybe in town. maybe he's he, he's a and he's, he's just on break, yeah. you know. Which honestly, like the dude was in like a three piece suit, so like I feel like he had a real job. So, but still, anyway, maybe that's the thing. So, puppy chases him, gets lost from Santa Claus. Santa Claus loses his crystal and his mind, and he's got a concussion. So, like, he doesn't remember what's going on. He doesn't remember that he is Santa Claus. That he's Santa Claus, which again, Santa, stay out of New York City. You just just stay home, like wrap yourself in bubble wrap. Do not rock the boat around Christmas time. You are a valuable international asset. Take care of yourself. Right. Don't be so selfish. Right. You, you like go see New York in the summer. It's fine. But like But you like re- don't don't wear your big heavy suit. Like it's hot in the summer. Yeah, you know? and like why are you always wearing? Red? Put your put your long hair into a man bun. Like, and like check it out then. Like if Santa in a man bun and a pair of like shorts, like Bermuda shorts, like go to Soho, you'll blend right in with all you'll the old fine. hipsters. You'll be great. But anyway, 
So he's he's confused. He run he, of all of all the toy stores in all the world. He has to walk into Huckle Buckle Toys, who, with the recent passing of the patriarch of Huckle Buckle Toys, did not have a Santa lined up. Oh, did the was the grandpa the Santa? I don't know. Maybe or they just aren't on top of things and didn't plan a, to be open. It's a struggling toy store in New York City. I feel like probably they're just not. They just, just don't what, have their it stuff wasn't together. on the priorities. It was not. So you know, maybe Grandpa had cancer and was like struggling and just didn't really get around to it because he had other things going. And I, I can get that. That's totally fine. That's fine. But anyway, they need a. Well, if they want to be profitable, they decide they need a Santa. And who should wander into their store but concussed crazy guy with a beard and no ability to pass a background check? I mean, yeah. Like, what? What's your social security number? What's your name? Where are you from? No idea. That's cool. Come work with the kids. Yeah, you have a beard. Yeah, that's the... I feel like maybe there should have been some filtering on that. So... Also, yes. So he's he's sitting there and he's Santa Claus. He's pretending to be Santa Claus, who is actually Santa Claus. Claus. So that's a whole meta thing happening there. So meta. Um, and, And meanwhile, his puppy is wandering around trying to find help... And who should he find but, coincidentally, orphans. <laughs> orphans. Orphans. Puppies find orphans. Always. And then there's some song and dance numbers, like how happy they are about Christmas and finding a puppy that they have to hide from evil lady. Yes, evil orphanage running lady. And so, like, there's that whole thing. And it's, it's awful. There's like a brief interlude where he's trying to rescue like this scotty dog who has a scottish accent of course which again is that racist he grew up in new york he should have a new york accent. i know all these dogs should have new york accents if they speak english i, I think so like i don't understand how the scottish dog has maintained his scottish identity like i mean i, I understand being proud of your heritage i totally get that but, but like, also scottish dogs like okay so like what a dog lives like 15 years tops so, like, how many generations has your family been in America? Like, I don't, I mean, again, I don't want to sound racist, but I, you're probably, you probably have integrated pretty well at that point. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not going to be Scottish accented anymore. You've been to public Unless school. Unless they just did it to pick up girls. Oh, that's true. Legit. So it's like a fake I may have, I may have been faking Irish for, you know, a certain endeavor. It did not work out. Yeah. But I feel like if I would have stuck with it, I could have maybe nailed that landing a little better, but it didn't work out. I don't think any of that's true, but that's fine. It was many moons ago. (laughs) Way before. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. That's a different sorted style. Anyway, so, um, but anyway, so, um, also have an awful Irish accent, I now realize, but you, like. You now realize that you have an awful Like, Irish 17 accent. year old me thought I had a great Irish accent and could pull this scam off. Mm. 17 year old you thinks many things, I see that. I 17 see that. year old me, like, oh, he, he had way more hormones than brains, and that's, I would like to say changed. <laughs> 
And I would like to say it's because the hormones have gone down, but really the brains have just descended faster. And like, it's really, yeah. Eh, anyway, you know. anyway, enough about so, me. So, so rescues the kind of stereotype. I feel like you're part. barely stitching this movie together. <laughs> I am, like, not entirely sober, so, like, that's fine. Anyway, so, like, so musical numbers, and Santa is, meanwhile, working his tuchus off, and comes up in with the this... Toy ho- in the toy store. And he comes up with this whole program where, like, they'll donate toys to kids who need them, and, like, it's a whole thing. And, of course, I, like, I'm like, oh, so that's how they're going to meet the kids at the orphanage, because they're going to be donating toys, toys yeah. right? Next. No. Not at all. That has nothing to do with the plot other than just, like, a thing that shows that maybe these, like, yuppie guys that have inherited this place are not evil. Is that they're willing to go around along with the scheme. But, like, Santa, since he's missing his jewel because it got stolen, is, like, passing out. And, like, that's a problem. Yeah, he became mortal. And they're like, oh, you're, like, a hundred-year-old man. Like, you got some health problems. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then, like, so that's a whole thing. And then the puppy turns back into a dog or a stuffed animal. Yes, because they because the mean linked. lady the mean lady stole his crystal. Right. And like so, like frankly, at at this point, the movie's over. Like we have a dying old man and a stuffed animal, and like orphans that have never met this like the Toy yep, Story people. Toy Story people, and I'm just like, what the heck? And then like. And there's like 15 minutes left in this movie. There's like 15 minutes left. And then, like, it just literally, like, Dusak Mechina, like, the no, elf, so like, the from elf the North Pole the just, North like, Pole shows up. And the and the little dog from the North Pole. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got a little, Santa like, Paws. he's got, like, a little, like, Like setter, a terrier? Terrier, like a mini terrier. Or I need to get better about dog. Uh, I don't know, it's got like, a break of brown head. And, like, they're the only two characters, by the way, that will carry over into Santa Paul's 2, which we elected to see months ago <laughs> for no obvious reason. I, I don't know that I've seen Santa Paul's 2. It's the I've war- seen it's Santa the Buddies. It's, no, it's, yeah, okay, so it's Santa Buddies. It's the same dude and the same, like, the same elf little person guy and the same dog are in Santa Buddies or yeah, so Santa buddies. I don't know Norm from Cheers is Santa in that one which is not yeah, who's so, playing Santa in this one no not at all so you know they couldn't shell out Norm from Cheers money yeah so <laughs> I feel that's like, the kind of budget this movie is working with I mean I mean we weren't going for like to dance here <laughs> nope Norm from Cheers Norm you know uh, and not like Cliff, who's just like apparently hanging around the Pixar studios and they can't get rid of him. Right, I mean, just his voice. Like, I don't, I don't think. No, I think he's there. I think like he just shows up and he's like got a coffee cup walking around. Hey, what are we working on, guys? And he's like, I, I don't know. I guess you can be the truck. I don't know. Nobody signed up for that yet. And there he is. And and and, Nor- and that's how Cliff keeps jobs. But anyway, so Norm's in the sequel, and we'll play no, Santa Claus. No, it's the sequel. No, I don't think Santa Buddies is the... No, I think Santa, Santa Buddies is the first movie. No. <laughs> and then Santa Paws is the second movie. No, this is like Santa Paws 2. Like Lost in New York, Electric no, Blue Blue. I, I think it's Santa... I think it's Santa... The Santa Buddies. You can't have Santa Paws 2 Lost in New York if Santa Claus 1 was Lost in New York. No, I maybe it's Lost in New York again. We can't get out of New York. No one gives us directions. <laughs> I feel so, like that's a believable sequel. Yes. But, anyway. 
So this and my car somehow, got booted. This somehow relates to the Santa Buddies movie, which but anyway, we, we will discuss so, at a later date. Deuce Ex Machina elf shows up and he's like, hey, orphans, your dog, your stuffed dog is actually a real dog when it has the crystals. We have to find the crystal. They get the crystal back somehow. And I think they steal it out of her room. Yeah, I think so. And then like... They save him from the inferno. That's right, because he's going to go back in the incinerator because he's a toy and we can't have toys in the orphanage because, you know, things. Because orphanages are horrible. Because the foster system doesn't exist. But anyway, so they store, save him out of the inferno, steal the crystal, get the dog back. He's able to help them find... He has enough life force to like transform back into a puppy. Yes. Oh, and this puppy um, speaks English when you truly believe in Christmas. But just barks. <laughs> you don't believe in Christmas. I feel like this is so an important part of the movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he could talk to... <laughs> Like, innocent, pure-hearted orphans, but there's, like, one jaded orphan who's like, life sucks because, you know, she's an orphan, and I feel like that's probably warranted at her station, but... She doesn't believe in the magic of Christmas, and so she can't hear him talk his English. He, she just hears barking. So, but then the elf comes down, who obviously believes in the magic of Christmas being a, a literal part of the process. Right, right. I feel like he's got a leg up there. Um, and he's able to get the crystal and the dog, and they're able to then find um, Santa's... Do they find the crystal first? They, like, track it yeah, down to, like, shady they guys. Yeah, the shady guy. And he's like, I feel really bad. Because the crystal, like, gives him a conscious and also makes him grow a beard. Yeah, which is awkward. It's like kind of a, like they sold that from the Santa Claus, like the Tim Allen. When you're, you're cribbing plot points from a Tim Allen movie. Right. This is a terrible movie, guys. That's not great. But anyway, so anyway, so they take the crystal back and then they're able to find Santa. Because he did like a TV interview or something. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was like very popular. This like Santa. He, this... Unlike this random back street in like the middle of nowhere. I mean, well, no, we're in New York. But, yeah, yeah uh, but I mean, like, yeah. But yeah. New York is, like, you would not brag about the local toy store because you're like, then people are going to come to my block. I don't want people on my block. There's enough people on my block. But anyway, somehow anyway. somehow, this uh, Santa became a sensation. And so, and, uh, yeah. Lots of foot traffic and really bringing, like, Christmas spirit back to so, whoever. But can I, can I bring up a little point? So, it's Christmas in... New York. Yeah. And you mentioned foot traffic. It's dang cold at Christmas in New York. It is. It is. But people do walk everywhere. Yeah, they do walk everywhere. Having but a car like, is a pain. Yeah, it is true. But like, it's just one of those moments where you're like, this movie was not filmed anywhere New York, near New York, or anywhere near December, or both. Like, oh no. Uh, were they were they in the park? There's like buds on the trees, and I was like, mmm. Shady. <laughs> Like yes, I don't, right. I don't buy that this I is the park scene. I don't. Yeah, even know. I don't that buy that. Had like no point in the. Oh, that's the, where the reindeer were. Oh, that's right. They're near like, in the Central boy, Park because that's where you park your reindeer. Right, because the Boy Scout, the one Boy Scout, had like. Oh yeah, I forgot about the whole Boy Scout <laughs> subplot. Like, what the heck was that? It was like the Q plot. <laughs> like, plot number five of twelve. Was there's like Boy Scouts that were like talking to the no, reindeer? No, there's one Boy Scout. One Boy Scout that talks to the reindeer. He talks to the reindeer. I missed that part. But I do know he went to all the Santas. And he was like, are you the real Santa? And the Santa was like, sure. 
It's because the reindeers were looking, because, like, he parked the sled in Central Park, and literally one person out of the, like, millions of people that live in New York City noticed a freaking sled and reindeer. No, they all, they noticed, and they kept their head down. It was like, don't have time for this bullshit. And they kept walking. I got a subway to catch. I got a dog to walk. I got shit to do. That does not deal with these reindeer. I don't want to call these. I don't want to call anybody about this. There's paperwork. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to pretend I didn't see it. Yep. That's true. That's probably accurate. <laughs> but like Boy Scout doesn't know. But it's not Boy Scout because it's like. Right. Right. Because they're like trademarked. So it's some, you know, like. Like. Do gooder. Badge man. Yes. We can't even use the word scouts. Like badge collector of America's Incorporated. <laughs> Anyway, so he, he talks to the reindeer, and the reindeer are like, dude, you need to find Santa for us, because we obviously cannot leave this park. Right, because we'll die. Because, you know, like, yeah, things. And so... Which, I mean, I get that. They yeah, sh- that's they should, legit. They, they should, should probably they should stay in the keep park. keep on the DL. And so they've got this voice guy looking, and he somehow, I don't know how he fits into the whole thing. He is persevering. Yes, yes, you get a badge for that. Um, but he um, got their laurel, trustworthy perseverance. Virant? I don't know. What is the down adjective for form of preservation? Mm, Preservatives? No, no. They have preservatives? No, definitely not. That's definitely not true. I don't know. I don't know. They're salty. They have preservatives. No. Anyway. No. So he, anyway, so he's got this, I don't know, he's somehow involved in helping the elf. He goes to all the Santas and he tries to find the real Santa and he tells them all that the reindeer are waiting for them in Central Park. Yes. But then he finally finds the real Santa somehow. He finds them just by like going to all Process the Santas. Process of elimination. You know, he was, he was already at like 75 Santas. I feel like if you're telling everybody in a red suit with a beard that there are reindeer waiting for them in Central Park, again, most New Yorkers are going to be like, that dude ain't right. But okay. So he, anyway, so... So no one, but, no one steals reindeer, because they all think he's crazy. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, oh, it's a cute little kid. He might be crazy, but that's fine. Whatever. So anyway, elf guy finds real Santa, gets the jewel. No, the real Santa's in the hospital. Oh, that's right. He's in the hospital. I forgot about that part. I feel like I need to pay more attention to these movies, because you were just, like, all over the map. I was so map. trying to shut that out of my short-term memory. <laughs> because, like, again, this dude with, like... No papers, no ID, no insurance plan. They're like, oh, you passed out. You totally got to go to ICU. Uh, do not collect go. Do not collect $2,000. Like, you're, yeah, you're in. And so he's in the hospital. Elf dude finds him, gives him the jewel. Magically better. Mm-hmm. And then... And then he just walks himself out of the hospital? Yeah. Like, How'd they get into the hospital? Oh, he dressed up like a doctor. The elf did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that whole. Was I making another <laughs> drink when that happened? Maybe. Possibly. So. But yeah, because that... they wouldn't release him to the toy store owners because they would only release him to next of kin, which I mean makes sense. Right. Because toy store owners are randos. Yeah. Just because you're a toy store owner doesn't mean you're a good person, but like. Right. Anyway. So the he gets out of the hospital, reunites with the puppy, reunites with the reindeer. The, boom. And, and well, no, and the whole time the um orphans are like helping this process yeah they're like trying to get people connected and like and then like the social worker that was dropping people off at this like overcrowded underfunded orphanage suddenly is like hey maybe there's some shady stuff going on here stops by 
and like shuts it all down, which I feel is not really a great solution to like, hey, we have like 60 orphans here. What are we all going to do with them all? And we're just going to shut it down. So like, great. Well, no, they kicked the mean lady out. They kicked the mean lady out, I guess. So maybe the social worker lady's yeah, in charge. Yeah, social worker lady's in charge, I think. So we go from, like, obviously self-centered, evil, like, evil woman to social worker who didn't notice that everything was really bad here. I don't... Like, I see that as a upgrade, but not necessarily progress, if that makes sense. But anyway, so she's in charge, and... Santa goes back up to the North Pole to, like, narrowly, like, cut it close, like, get Christmas going. Which, again, Santa's to stay. Like, you... you Between November 1st... And December 26th. Yeah. You need to be doing your thing. You have one job, Santa. <laughs> Literally one job. And your Stay job at the pole. Is not to go to some random place. New York City. <laughs> New York City. It's not random. It's New York City, it's right? It's always New York City. And like, don't go to New York. Get get a concussion and get lost, and then like have to like squeak back to the North Pole by the skin of your teeth. Like just like chill. Take some time. Like bone up on the vitamin C. Like, Write some lists. Right, check them twice. It's what you're supposed to do. Just, you have like one thing, <laughs> do the one thing. Anyway, so he gets back up there. He's just in time, and then they cut to the scene where like the the weird like executor of the will is like so. Um. So you had to make a profit on this. How'd you do? And the guy and and the huckle buckles who are now huckles, who. Now, or like, no, you can call it Cycle Buckles. It's cool. We changed our name because that's just, again, a thing you can do randomly. You just, you just like, it's like two forms at the store or whatever. Um, at the name I mean, I don't store. know how many forms it is, but. You, you changed your name like after we got married, like I a did. year and a half. I did, like, but it was easy. <laughs> it was really not that hard. True. But like, that was like, I got married. That I feel like there's like an express lane for that. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe there is. But, like, if know. you're, like, we own a business and need to change our names, I feel like everybody would be, like, tell me more about why you need to change your name. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're not so judgy. Maybe they're just, like, you can change your name. Well, I don't care. No skin off my teeth. I can pay minimum wage. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I'm a government worker. They literally have to go through excessive levels of red tape to fire me so I can do whatever I want. Right. Like, maybe they're just, like, you want to change your name? Go for it. Go for it. Whatever. Anyway, so they changed their name back to Huckle Buckle because, you know, they just rolls off the tongue. And they, like, made a whole penny because apparently they were, like, donating a lot of the proceeds. And I'm like, that's kind of close. Like, I would have left some margin. So now they can sell the store if they want to and move back to California like they want to. Oh, I forgot the whole subplot where, like, they can't have kids. <laughs> Because, like, of course, that's a thing. And, like, every third scene, they mention, oh, I wish we could have kids. It'd be great to have kids at Christmas. I'm so sad we can't have kids at Christmas. Mostly, I'm going to point out, it's the lady saying this. And the guy is just like, uh-huh, yeah, it'd be great. And, like, I feel like that's not a great groundwork for the next surprise that comes, which is... They adopt the orphans. They adopt two of the orphans, of course. Like, the main star, Quinn... And Win Fred. Winnie? Winnie, yeah. Winnie Winifred. Fred. Winifred. Who 
who I would totally call Fred because Wilf- I'm a- Wilfred. Wilfred? I, I don't know. Will? I would call her Fred because Wilhelmina? I'm a- Wilhelmina. I don't know. I think it was Wilhelmina. This is a thing that could be solved by an IMDb search, <laughs> but like we're not like, putting that much effort into Google. this. <laughs> we do not Google this stuff. So um, anyway, so they they do their whole thing, and surprise, we have two kids now. Which again, like, who is running this show? Like, how? Like, hi, I own a toy store. I'm obviously a good person. I just moved into town like a month ago. Can I have two of your 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 precious orphans, please? Like, no, that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. There are lists and background checks and all kinds of good things that should happen to protect our children, but no. Because it's Christmas. Like, there's like an express lane at Christmas, and I guess they had too many at the orphanage. So, like, you get a baby, and, well, no, you get a preteen, and you get a preteen girl, and you get a preteen girl. Everybody paints a preteen girl. Like, it's like the Oprah of adoption agencies, and, and... Everybody hugs and smiles awkwardly and scene. Yeah, so I, uh, and then does it go back up to the North Pole? I guess Santa's up at the North Pole. I don't know. Like, the executive of the wills, like, walks out, looks up at the sky, is like, I guess you got what you always wanted to either Santa or God or possibly. The grandfather ghost? The grand ghost of grandpa. Like, I don't know who he's talking to. But, like, he's just like, yeah, all right. And that's, the that's like, the denouement to the whole thing. And then we go out and the credits play over the the sounds of um, the musical numbers that were featured in the, in, in, the, in the play or in the movie. In the movie. So, like, and, and then you realize that that was, like, an hour and a half of your life you will never, ever see again. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, I was, like, making chicken during most of it. So. And I was apparently... And face masking. <laughs> so, you know, like, you were productive. I had, like, I had, like, four ounces of bourbon, which is the way... Which is plenty. That's plenty spaced out over an hour and a half, so I'm okay. I'm feeling good. But, like, what? I mean, like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> Singing. Talking. Puppy. Christmas movies it's like uh i it would only be worth if like christopher lloyd made an appearance i mean christopher lloyd was in the santa buddies movie i know right as which is dog. something to look forward to in the sequel as the dog or prequel. I, don't, I think it's a prequel i think it's a prequel i think i don't know because i think because in in santa buddies there's like the grown-up puppy the grown it's a dog it's what we call our grown-up puppies. It's a dog. And, and the dog has like, a kid. There's a kid puppy. And I feel like maybe the grown-up oh. dog from Santa Buddies is the puppy in this one. So, like, it's maybe. like five years later. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I don't know. I think way too long about the continuity of the Buddies movies. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not healthy. So... Uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it's on Netflix. If you <laughs> Worth like, every penny I paid. If you my would like to watch it. Um, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen because I didn't really watch it. That's true. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen because I didn't watch it either. But I was there. Yep. So there we are. I feel like we need some kind of sign off. Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe we could, like, this is where we cut to sponsors. This space available. <laughs> Can't cut to sponsors at the end of our podcast. You have to do it in the middle. <laughs> True. Because, like, they just turn us off now. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.